and we are back, Steelers fans, for part two of the Scobro Show. This is. I want to know how many people actually counted how many times. <laughs> I, I don't even know if I that in a live chat. Out. If you actually yeah. counted how many times you blinked. Yeah, there's too much glare on my glasses. But I am Dave Schofield, co-editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, and my big brother Rich, who is now a contributor at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, joining me as he has for every Tuesday for almost a year. It's been almost a year since you started. It was it was the bye week last year. Um, and that this is our show. This is what we do. We are talking Steelers. We just finished talking about the game that was. Now we get to get into the news. Now we get to talk into about the game that's coming. Supposedly, let's get that supposedly stuff out of the way here first, and then yeah. let's talk as if we're actually playing a game. Because that's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about the issue at hand. And then we're gonna and then we're gonna do what the Steelers have to do, prepare as if the game's coming anyway. So, as we brought up at the beginning of the show, if you weren't here with us to start, that there were three players and five team personnel that tested positive for COVID uh, as part of Monday's tests. Um so not for the Steelers. Not, not for the Steelers, Steelers, for the Tennessee Titans yes. after their trip to, to Minnesota. Um, there on. was one assistant coach that didn't make the trip in the first place because of a test. Okay, you have to. You might have to go check something. What's that? Well, come on, go up there. Well, that, oh, that it, they, they just announced. Honestly, there's been announcements like crazy all over that it's on, it's on until it's not. Um, that that un, you know until they, <laughs> and honestly, that's been the NFL stance so far is that they keep announcing that the games are on as we evaluate things. As we evaluate things. I I think we will know a lot more tomorrow. Yeah, because, I mean, I'm going to sit here and and just double-check to make sure. You know what? If it did, someone would have sent something in our Slack channel, I think. If it would have been been something Hold up. It's it's, it's on the ESPN stack. It was right at the top. Okay. Um, It says what? It said source that that it will be played. Well, on on Sunday at 1 o'clock? Or did it say it will be played? Um. Hold on, I'm trying to scan the story real yeah. quick. Give me a second. Because I like I, I said this before, I wrote this article behind the steel curtain.com. You can go look for it there. It's on our Facebook page. Got shared like crazy all over Facebook. Um, it's actually on the SB Nation main page as well. That I came up with some possible scenarios. I just did it on my oh, own. Okay. Ready? So while no official decision has yet been made about the Titans game Sunday against the Pittsburgh Steelers in Nashville, mm-hmm. the NFL wants and intends to have that game played. So in other words, schedule. there's there's no more news. That's them yeah. bringing up another story. Yep. So what what my article was about was I said the, these are these are things that they could do. And I basically did 3 of them. So are the possible scenarios. Scenario number 1 is they play the game at one o'clock as scheduled in Tennessee. I don't see them moving the game. They could do that, but that's just a whole nother factor there. So I, I see them having the game um, at one o'clock because it's when it's supposed to, because that's why they have the expanded rosters, the expanded practice squads and all this. So far, it's only three players. If it doesn't go beyond the three players, then they're probably fine. The yep. problem is, is if you get into 17 players. And yep. that's what we just don't know about yet. So the one option is that, that they continue to play. Now, the biggest thing is, is it has been reported that the Titans are not allowed in their facility until Saturday. So that means 
they don't get to do any kind of on-field practice. They will do virtual meetings. So they will do, you're still going to get, yes, on-field practice is important, but also so is the the game planning practices as well. They'll get to be able to do that. So some people are saying, is there a competitive, you know, disadvantage to the Titans because they can't practice till Saturday? Yeah, it would it would be almost impossible to say that there isn't. But that's not really the Steelers' fault. The Steelers are still going to do what they need to do. Um, honestly, I wouldn't have been shocked if the NFL would have told the Steelers they couldn't practice. They had to do virtual practices just to make it even, which would have been messed up. But anyway, um, so the one option is to keep it where it is. The show must go on. Um, that's what I call that, that section. Um, yes, the Titans would be disadvantaged. Then the other thing is they could move the game to Monday. This was my own thought, or even Tuesday at the latest. Tuesday's not good because you got a quick turnaround. That's even worse. It still is not as much as the turnaround as going from Sunday to Thursday. But then I here, then I come out that the, and find out later that this Tuesday thing's an option. So I'm like, oh, I got that one. Um, don't know that they'd adjust the time of the Falcons-Packers game to make it a, a doubleheader. They could even do it as an afternoon game. And, and try to televise it. Um, or they might just go at the same time. And it mm-hmm. depends on where you are, which game you get. So that's option two. Option three, which was one I figured out on my own. And then all of a sudden, other people were reporting this as well. Like, but because it makes sense, anyone who looks at the schedule could figure this out. Is that was it last? It was two years ago, I think, where the um, I might be off, it might have been last year. Um, where it was the Buccaneers and the was it the Jaguars? I'm not sure, but it was two Florida teams. Yeah. Um, there, there was a hurricane. Yes. And one of the options was they could have played, and Heinz Field was actually considered an option because the Steelers were on the road week one. Um, that that they could play somewhere else, but because both teams had the same bye week, they moved the game to their bye week and they got no bye week throughout the season. It started off the season. Someone will tell me in the live chat what year that was. Cause I didn't look it up. Um, but the Steelers and, and, and Titans don't have the same bye week. The Steelers bye week is week eight. The Titans bye week is week seven, but who do the Steelers play in week seven? They play the Baltimore Ravens. The Baltimore Ravens and the Pittsburgh Steelers have the same bye week in week eight. I knew that going into it because one, I look ahead because a lot of times when the Ravens run by, I can get the Steelers game. So them being on by the same week didn't really help me. That's one. And two, sometimes the Steelers actually move up in the standings when they don't play because the rest of the AFC North loses. And that I said that can't happen this year because the Ravens don't play either. So I knew they had the same bye week. You could move the Steelers-Ravens game to week eight. The Steelers play the Titans in week seven, and they have to have a bye here in week four. Does this stink? Yeah. Oh, a lot of people add then that would move the Ravens by week just a week earlier. Yeah, yeah. So the Raven, so they would be. I mean, I don't, I don't know if this works with their with their stadium scheduling or anything like that. If there's a problem with it, but all that would do would would adjust their bye week up one week. And they would then they would play the Steelers, and then the Steelers have to play the play the Titans, and then play the Ravens coming out of their bye. That would stink. Having your bye this early with the players already doing a regular week of prep, that would stink for the players. A lot of this doesn't work well for the players, and I know a lot of people on social media complain about that. But you know what? It's better than the alternative of not playing games. 
I didn't even throw out the other option out there that some have thought uh, uh, of. Hold on, hold oh, on. Go ahead. I got to bring this up. Gotcha. So, so Andrew said we can't have our bye week switch around playing thirteen weeks straight. Is is used to happen all the time. Um, didn't we have a couple of years in there where the teams number of teams were odd, so there yep. was a team on by every single week? That's what it was. We remember that from fantasy football, of course. Correct. What year? What year did the did the Cleveland Browns come back into the league? That was ninety nine, correct? When the yes, Browns came back, and then the and then the Texans came in in two thousand three, correct? I think that's I think true. so. I might be off in those years. It was those years in between. There was an odd number of teams. There was teams that had a buy every week. There was there was teams that had a buy week one. There was people that had a buy the week one. Teams that had a buy week seventeen. I remember because from our fantasy football, you'd like, well, do you really want to take a player that's going to be on by in the last week of the season or in the last week of fantasy when you'd be having your your championship? And here you're not going to have them because of the way the buy works. I looked at that when I went to draft. Yep. Then I remember in 2001 that all got moved because the entire the entire NFL's week two schedule got moved to the end of the season. Right. So that's one of those things that they've done before. They've this. I remember the Steelers had a buy in week three. They've had a week three buy before. What yep. stinks isn't having it so early. It's not. It's getting partway through your week and then finding out you have it. That would be the worst. Yeah, that's what would be rough. There's a lot of people, and I'll remember, this is just people on social media, so sometimes just because you're the one who types it and you're the most vocal doesn't mean you speak for the majority. We know that's true all the time um, with various things in life, but there were a lot of people online that I saw saying the Titans should just have to forfeit. They should just have to forfeit. No. That's like the last thing the Steelers want. No. 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 I didn't even put that as a scenario in there. No, we're not, you know, it's not going to be a forfeit. That's not the way they're going to do. Um, the, the other option teams asked, hey, what about in baseball when it was two teams? They paired up the other two teams. The problem is the two teams involved are the Titans and the Vikings. And who do the Vikings play this week? The Texans, who the Steelers just played. So that that just goes. Um, hey, turn goes around, in there. you and I said earlier, we'll just turn yeah. it into a home and home. So yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, you don't get very many home and homes in uh in 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 the NFL. Whenever you do, it's it goes from the last week of the season to the first week of the playoffs. If it just so happens to work out that way, where the two teams play each other again, but in a different location. So you want to play the game? Honestly. If they moved it to Monday, that wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. I I don't like the Steelers having a short week going into the next week, but I'd rather do that than any other alternative. I would rather do that than to have them move their buy around. What what's your or what what's your preference here with this? Out of those different scenarios, which one would do do you would you prefer the most versus the least? Okay, we'll prefer the most play the game Sunday at one o'clock. Yeah, same here. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> um, prefer the least move the game all the way to Tuesday. Yeah. So you would prefer you would even prefer switching the buy over that one. Um, I don't know want to say if I necessarily prefer it, but I would see I I would see the NFL going going for that before moving somebody all the yeah. way to Tuesday. That just really messes things up. 
teams plan out their strategies based even on the bye week and the quarters of the season. You know, you look at that first quarter, the second quarter, all that stuff. And uh, it, it would, I mean, well, it's not like you can't do it, but it does change the way you approach things. When, when so. That, so, so those tests were taken after the game on Sunday. And they're taken on Monday because there's right. no game day testing. That's right. So that happened Monday morning, and they got the results back today. You know they tested everybody again today. Well, yes, and and we will know a lot. We will know a lot tomorrow. Tomorrow, because not only that, they some people are like, oh, they could be false positives. No, they ran. There's a test that takes a long time, and there there's the letters, and I'm going to mix up the letters, so I'm not even going to try. There's there's the the longer test that they use, and then there's a shorter test. The NFL does not use the shorter tests because it's unreliable. It's not as reliable as the other one. And the last thing they want is more is too many false positives. But they use the fast test to then try to back up any other test that they do that's the longer test. So anytime there's a there's a positive from the long test, they instantly turn around and do the short test now. That's something that they, that they started after the whole Matt Stafford situation from, yeah. from training camp. So they do that. So they instantly had positives from both tests, you know, within an hour of each other or right. whatnot. Um, once, once they got the first results, cause then they run the second one. So it's, that's not going to be an issue. If, is it false positives? The question is, did it spread? And the thing is, People are like, you don't want to put the Steelers in danger. I completely understand you don't want to put the Steelers in danger. But by but by Saturday, you will know if anyone, you know, even if it takes a while for them to start, for them to test positive, by Saturday, you will know. Now, here's another thing. I don't want to get too much into the science of it because I don't want to be controversial or anything, but I'm just going to go based on science stuff that I read. And for those of you that are wondering, my degree is in science. I am by degree a physicist, woo-hoo, just like you are by degree a mathematician. Um, and we both sit on here and do, you know, Steeler podcast. Yeah. And say, what do we do? We sit on here and do Steeler podcast. So it is believed that when you, that asymptomatic people, there is a level of the amount of virus that people have. And if you are asymptomatic, in a lot of cases, it means you don't have the same amount of the virus as other people do. The more you have of it, the worse you are. Okay. It, you know, just like other diseases. So therefore, if all the people that had it are symptom or asymptomatic, then that means the likelihood of them having a high enough dosage to, to spread, um, exponentially is limited. So right. it could be that, it, you know, spread, but not exponentially. The question is, did those, did, did the people that caught it, did they catch it from each other or did they all catch it from the same other person? Because right. if they caught it from each other, you're dealing with a different issue because then you know that the people that have it, you know, those eight people are, are, are at a more of a, a, have a higher ability to spread it to those people they were in contact with. But if they all caught it from the same person, then they might not have the same, you know, contagiousness of it um, as all, as all a possibility. These are things we don't know, but these are things that are important to know. Um, 
<laughs> Ezra says his brain is hurting. So, um, do you think we covered that enough now, Rich? Do you think we could talk about what yeah, happens if they get to play this game when we play on Sunday? Because I hate to, yeah. that we're playing Sunday. Yes, so I have a not, feeling yeah. that, that they that they got it under control there, and if they got it under control, and it's just the three players, the game will yep. go on. Three players and five staff. You got to remember five staff because you you know, but you don't know what. All I heard about the five staff members is is two things: they weren't all coaches, and they weren't no coaches. Yeah. So some of them were coaches. That's it. So so that is that. Coming up this week, I tell you, I'm going to break this down a little bit more um, on Thursday morning Stat Geek podcast. So if you're listening to this in audio form, you're probably already possibly listening to those. If you're watching this on YouTube and you're not listening to our audio only platform that you can get anywhere, podcasts are available. That you know, Apple Podcasts. Uh, I don't even know all of them. Stitcher. Pandora, I I don't I don't know. I just I listen to I listen to them right on the website. Oh yeah, you can get them right on the website. You know, I listen to them on on the on the purple button on my iPhone. <laughs> that's where mine is. So, and that's where the majority of people that listen to them listen to them. It is through that. That I'm going to talk about this more in stacking. But if you're not listening to those, you can't miss Jeff Hartman's Let's Ride that he does three times a week. Those are great. Um, I haven't caught uh, today's live mic yet because there was. I did an awful lot of writing and an awful lot of covering of news today. It's been a little bit busy. But one thing I'm going to dive into a little bit more in StatGeek is when this schedule came out, I originally picked the Steelers to lose this game. And the reason that I did is because I felt that Tennessee's offensive strength was our defensive weakness. But that is not how the Steelers' defense is playing in 2020. Right now, this is a strength-on-strength issue. This is the running game of Tennessee against the run defense of the Steelers. So I'm not nearly as concerned as I was about this game originally. I still think it's going to be a tough game, a tough matchup. It's it's like a a one-and-a-half point spread right now in favor of the Steelers. When this opened up in in, April, it was May when the schedule came out, it was two points in favor of the Titans. So it's moved a little bit in their way. What do you think about this matchup? What stands out to you the most about this upcoming matchup, Rich? Our ability to stop Derrick Henry mm-hmm. and our ability to put pressure on Ryan Tannehill. There you go. Hasn't that kind of been what's been going on for the last three weeks? The ability, much. The ability to stop I mean, Wasn't back. that what we talked about week one? Yeah. Bob Saquon Barkley knocked Daniel Jones around. Yeah. Okay. Same blueprint. Let's just go with it. Yeah. We stop Derrick Henry, get pressure on Tannehill. Good things could happen. Now I'm going to ask you a question. Ryan Tannehill had a good season, good turnaround uh, last year, comeback player of the year. Is he the best quarterback the Steelers will face in 2020? No. I don't think so either, because hands down that this that distinction goes to Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson. He, I'm sorry, the Steelers did some stuff to 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 stymie them in the second half. I don't know if they did it more to stymie Watson or if they did to stymie the the um the the Texans um attack, you know, game plan. Well, just say coaching staff, even that. 
Deshaun Watson is a fantastic quarterback. Um, man, oh man, if he had more, if he okay. if he had like what Sorry, Lamar you're, bringing, you're bringing that up and it takes you back to something else yeah. right now. Sorry, I got to get off topic on the Steelers for just a second. Okay, yeah. I have to hop off the Steelers talking about Deshaun Watson because they brought it up on the, on the game watching last night, and I feel so bad for the Chicago Bears. Mm-hmm. Several years ago, traded up to the number two pick and took Mitchell Trubisky and left Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes <laughs> yeah. out there to be drafted later. To Sorry. quote Can't the help. Clemson head coach Jimbo Fisher, he said, if the Cleveland Browns do not take Deshaun Watson with the number one overall pick, they will regret it. And they are. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So that's, yeah, he's a fantastic quarterback. So that's less to worry about, but you got Derek Henry. But look, it's not like the Steelers have not gone up against good running backs to start the season. Saquon Barkley, who I thought might be the best running back they faced. And we saw what happened there. Melvin Gordon, who's had the, who has, who's had the best day of rushing so far against the Steelers in uh, this year. Yep. Um, and it wasn't that amazing. And yeah. then David Johnson, who until this week was, you know, doing very well in Texas, you know, in Houston for the Texans. Um, and he's, you know, he's getting up there, but he's still shown what he can do this year. I think the biggest difference with Tennessee is the ability of their offensive line. I think that's going to be, in my opinion, the best offensive line that the Steelers um, have faced this year, hands down, no doubt. Now, I know there's some question if their left tackle is going to be available. Um, Taylor Lewan, right? Um, is yeah. it Taylor? I know it's Lewan. I think I got the first name right. Um, I just know him as Lewan. He's one of the best in, in, in the game, and he's – dealing with an injury that might keep him out a game or two, but it's not going to be long-term, which they thought it could have been right there. But this is going to be the best offensive line the Steelers are going up against. So what What do you think? What do you see? Because Double H said it right there. Tennessee's line is gimpy right now. People said the same thing about the Steelers in week two. You know, well, so there we go. Um. Wasn't it last? Wasn't it Indianapolis last year who was supposedly the best offensive line in football? Yeah, and, and one, you saw what we did when we played them, right? Well, and so and, right and, now you don't throw any <laughs> offensive line out there and make me say, "Oh my mm-hmm. gosh, our poor defense is going to really not be able to do anything." Sorry, mm-hmm. you may we 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 may not be you know seven sacks worthy on on that on. Tennessee. Yeah. But um to where to see anything where our defensive line gets stymied for the game? No. Yeah. We we have a guest here. We have Tennessee Titans Weekly. Why, hello, Tennessee Titans hello, Weekly. Hello, Tennessee Titans Weekly. If this is Tennessee Titans Weekly, Tennessee Titans Weekly, I would very much like to get in contact with you after this show as fast as possible. My my Twitter handle is there on the screen, STLR Superfan Dad. If you just say 
at gmail.com after the same thing. Except, of course, take the ad off at the beginning. That's my email address. Please reach out to me. We're still trying to, to, to shape up our Know Your Enemy podcast for tomorrow night with Michael Beck and Jeffrey Benedict. And I don't know that we have anything set in stone yet. So uh, I would like to really reach out to Tennessee Titan Weekly if that's uh, if that's who, who you are and uh, see see what we could do there. So um, this is and, – and, you know, I love it when people from the team that the Steelers are playing come in here, A, know what they're talking about, and B, come in – with uh let's let's talk football. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. uh, it drives me nuts when 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 you get uninformed fans. And, I mean, uh, don't say fans, trolling. uninformed yeah. trolls. Uninformed so, trolls. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they come over and they're typically either wearing brown or purple. Yeah. But yeah. Ronan had to call me out. Did I say the wrong name? <laughs> did, did I say Jimbo Fisher? You said Jimbo <laughs> Fisher. <laughs> I meant that Jimbo Fisher. Uh, I was wondering. Wrong. I was like, wrong. I, wrong. I don't know if you saw my face with an O. Jimbo Fisher. Uh, what see, Jimbo Fisher say that oh, for? yeah. All this college football that I watch, I have to admit. So, um, gotta love it. So, so I really do think that's going to be the 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 thing to watch this weekend. Yeah. Oh, don't get me wrong. That's going to be Tennessee's fun to running watch. game. And their offensive line going up against the Steelers' defensive front, both in the run game and protecting the quarterback. So I'm going to have some numbers to back that up a little bit on StatGeek for Thursday morning. So make sure you definitely check out check that out. Rich, anything on the other way around? What about what about anything stand out with the Steelers' offense that you want to mention up? What the offense just keeps spreading the ball around. Yeah, we are so. I don't want to say I don't want to say we're unpredictable. It's not that we're unpredictable, but just it can come from anywhere. The lightning could strike from anywhere. Mm-hmm. That's what I feel about our offense right now, yeah. in terms of playmakers that we have on that side of the ball. Yeah. I've got to bring up a question here because um, now I lost it because Ryan wants to know. A lot of people said this. Ryan Kelly wants to know. Had they said which three players got it? There were three players that were put on the on the reserve COVID list by the Titans today. One is a tight end, not their main tight end. Another was, I think, a linebacker. The other was their long snapper, who has been their long snapper. Tackle Daquan Jones, long snapper. No, uh, Bo Brinkley and practice squad tight end Tommy Hudson. Okay. I knew it was a reserve tight end. I didn't realize it was all, all the way down to practice squad. Yep. But uh, remember, practice squad guys are traveling with the teams just in case. Yes. So uh, I, I knew the biggest, the most significant one was the long snapper. I, I knew that one. So I'm just hoping there's a game. Like I said, if it's a, if it's on Monday, it's on Monday. You know, throws off our, our uh, podcasting schedule a little bit. If that's the case, hey. Steelers hangar is going to be no, is going to be covered. your podcasting schedule a little bit, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I'll still be here on Tuesday night. You'll still Just be uh, not if the Steelers are playing at this time. <laughs> uh, you said if they play on Monday night, they play on Monday because you know they do say Tuesday is the possibility as well. I don't know. I have to look that up if an NFL game's ever been played on a Tuesday. Um, although I, Rich, I I have to say. I did this the Steelers six pack of question or uh, six pack that we do on the website Friday nights where we ask six questions for people to talk about. At least four of them are Steelers related. The other two could be just like life in general or your fandom or whatnot. The one question I asked is um, 
is what's your favorite kickoff time for the Steelers? Since they have so many one o'clock games in a row, do you like the the night games? Do you like the late afternoon games? I got a great answer to that question. And do you want to know what it was? What's that? 620. 620. What kicks off every year at 620? That would be that game played in February. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, that's a great, they didn't explain it all. They just put oh, 620. Yeah. I'm like, yes, what a great answer. So this is a big game. That's the thing that's crazy about this. All this COVID stuff going on. This is a huge matchup. Oh, with big, game for, big game for both teams. Two, three of their teams coming in. Only three and O teams facing off. Only undefeated teams facing off this weekend. Um, so, I mean, honestly, the NFL might just pay, Hey, let's throw that on the Monday. Anyway, that's, you know, I'm surprised that this will be the first game where I live that is not available for me to watch on TV. Oh, poor baby. Yeah. I'm going to have to go. I'm going to have to go. You're going to have to come up, spend the weekend up here, right? Yeah. I'm probably going to head on over to one Brian Anthony Davis house, oh. but I don't know. Every time I go over there, the Steelers lose and someone gets hurt. So, <laughs> so I would, okay. I would... Oh, wait, 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 wait. If, if, if the live chat has, you know, kind of banned Kyle from going to games because they lose every time he goes. None of those if, things. If they lose matter. and somebody gets hurt when you go to Brian's house, you're not going to Brian's house. Hey, like I've said, the, Jeff's. the Steelers won the Super Bowl in the 2005 season only because my stuffed leather football, we figured out the correct combination of who had to be holding it when the team was on offense or defense or if they're doing, or if they're kicking, and if there was a change of possession, the ball had to be in the air during the change of possession. We figured all that out in the playoffs in order for the Steelers to win the Super Bowl. So you're welcome. But these are the things that we do that we that, that is just fun. So and honestly, I almost tweeted out that the reason that the that the Texans Texans didn't score, you know, they went three and out on their opening drive because that's what they've done every 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 opening drive this season. So would the Steelers, but they changed that on Monday. But when they came and scored a touchdown on the next drive, I almost put it on Twitter. Say, I'm sorry, this is my fault. I didn't get my I didn't get my game socks on in time. I, I still hadn't. I, I looked down and realized they weren't on. So that's just kind of how we how we work as fans. It's how we think. So, Rich, there was an awful lot to talk about. We brought up some stuff from the live chat as we went on tonight. We didn't. We don't really have the time because of all the all the things that were up in the air for the game this week to just go to questions, but I'm I'll click on some when I all ask you what I ask you every week. What is your prediction for this game on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday? And if it gets moved to a different, to a different week, um, we won't hold you, hold you to that same prediction. What do you got? I wasn't off by too much last week, just for the record. Oh Yeah. I picked the well, remember I picked the ever fun 29. That's right. I have fun picking weird numbers. Um I was I was 2717 because I had mistakenly picked the under and couldn't go any higher for the Steelers. So you know, it's just because I have fun with numbers. That's like yeah, my wife and I, you know, Renee and I were, were sitting here the other night and randomly Alex texts a number to Renee and it was 127. And I took like three seconds and told her to, to reply, what is a prime number? You know? <laughs> um, you know I'm, yeah, I got to start clicking on these. So you better give yours. Okay. I'm going uh, uh, 30 to 20. 
Steelers. 30 to 20. Okay. Yeah. You're going to nice, nice, nice round numbers. Nice round numbers. Donald has 17 to 12. Unless it says otherwise, I'm assuming these are Steelers. Yep. Okay. Um, Ezra's got 20. That's a good one, Ezra. I like that one. That is a good one. And then, you know, Cree comes with one of my favorite one, pain, lots of pain. <laughs> um, um, Dusk Thunder, 27-24 Steelers. Um, I, I always love this one. As long as we win and no injuries, okay? Looks like the Steelers are going to be without both Derek Watt and Marcus Allen this week. Um, Watt's going to miss a couple games. Derek Watt. Some people flipped out because a local Pittsburgh newspaper had accidentally wrote TJ Watt on the headline of the sports page um, online, not on their printed one. Um, and then um, Alan has some plantar fasciitis. He's most likely going to miss. So, um, so uh, still looking. Double H said if they play 30 to 17, um, Steelers Pittsburgh. Did you hit? You're messing me up. Says that he hit 30 this week. Okay. Uh, is that Recco? Recco Parson. Okay. Steelers 30, Titans 28. That's a good one. Nice. You know, the question is, do the with that one, I wonder, is it do the Steelers kick a field goal to win? Do the Titans miss a field goal? Do the steel do the Titans have the ball? You know, I like it when the Steelers take in a knee. That's one of my favorite. Okay. I'm not even gonna try to say this one. Um 31-23. I like this one. Um, Steelers two Titans zero. Didn't we yes. get that? What did we get a three to two at one point? I think, uh, I'm yes, not sure. Somebody, yeah, somebody. I'm not open 20 to 14. Um, so, uh, Kathy asked a quick question. I do got to bring it up. Deontay, not in the concussion protocol. He is in the concussion protocol. So he's got to work through that through practice, through getting on the field and things like that this week. Deontay says he's fine, but you've got to pass the test by the NFL. Yep. And, so that you really, it's really hard to judge that one. Okay. So with that, we've kind of gone over a little bit tonight, Rich. Um, anything you want to say before I give the quick rundown? Steelers playing Sunday. Uh, that's how we end the show. You, you messed it up. You, you blew it. No, I did not. <laughs> Sorry. You're not um, supposed to. You're supposed to then just start no, no, and do no. your rundown, and then no, we're supposed no, to run now. You no, can't no. be at the no. Just make sure you are, the <laughs> this. This is what happens when brothers get together. Um, it's good thing we're not playing wolf football. All right. <laughs> yeah, because I'll be chasing you with a bat. So. <laughs> For all your Steelers needs, make sure you're checking out BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. It really is your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. We've got it all there. As things break, we'll get the information out to what's going on with the Steelers game. Um, make sure you're checking out the full family of podcasts because we've got the YouTube shows in the evening that run around noon each each the following day. Yes, we are going streaking, Ezra. Um, continue with that sack streak and then that turnover streak. That was nice. But um, most importantly, the win streak. The win streak. There you go. And um, the um, I already mentioned the audio, the audio platform. So make sure you're tuning into all those things. Hey, thank you. We just passed. We already had over 100,000 followers on Facebook. Now we passed 100,000 likes. And we also hit 6,000 followers on YouTube. You guys are doing great. We couldn't do this without you. Um, live chat, once again, definitely can't do it without you all. You all really brought it again tonight. Hopefully, I'm going to get to hear from um, from our Tennessee. I can't remember exactly which, <laughs> what they were called again in there. So, Rich, hopefully we're back next Tuesday talking about a Steelers game. 
Hopefully we're talking about another Steelers win. You ready for this? I am from BehindTheSteelCurtain.com co-editor Dave Schofield. You are my big brother. And we will see you all next week when we get to talk about more Pittsburgh Steelers. Can't wait. <laughs>